Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the manual. I hope all is well and all the fathers had a great Father's Day weekend. It is um it was gorgeous yesterday. I don't know if you got to get out and barbecue or uh cook out uh, or whatever you're gonna do. That's a cultural thing, by the way. Uh I asked some <laughs> some of my white friends um yeah a little while ago. I said, What do you call an event where there's grilling and things of that nature? And they said a barbecue. And I was like, ah, no, not quite. We call it a cookout. I said, why would you call it a cookout? Because I said, at a cookout is what you do, barbecue. You know, just a little tongue-in-cheek type of thing. But it's been um it's been a great weekend. Um again, I I had a I had some time to reflect on a few things. I took five days off from recording, as you guys might might have noticed. Nothing from me in five days. It wasn't on on um uh, it wasn't intentional. It, it was on purpose so I can get a few things aligned for myself. Uh, as we all talked about when the pandemic started, there were things that we were all doing for ourselves. I'm taking a couple of classes as well as have a business venture um, on the table for myself, as well as just kind of getting myself back on a health track. It didn't fall off, so to speak, but obviously having no access to a, a gym to do any hardcore lifting, I had to make some some adaptations then and it's been working and it's been keeping me um you know in pocket but i do have to kind of switch gears because we will be opening uh gyms soon uh i don't know if gyms where you are are open but here we are still kind of in that lull uh at least uh two to three weeks away from that possibly happening and hopefully with the spikes that are uh being reported around um the state of virginia that we can hold that date. Uh, it's been a very long time. It's literally going to be four months uh, coming up. So kudos to uh, anyone who's getting themselves together because this is the time to have done so. And if you didn't do anything for yourself, still try to do something to come out of this thing a better person if you can. Not telling you that you are not a better person now, but you kind of get the drift of where I was going with that. So we've had a few things happen um, since the last recording, basically, uh, kind of to bounce around. We had the officers in Atlanta arrested and arraigned. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. And I think one of it, I think one of the guys actually rolled over already, flipped on his, his partner. Well, well, I wouldn't say partner, the other officer. Crazy. We had that happen. We also had the president's failed rally on the weekend of Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And of course, for those who do not know, if you're living under a rock, Tulsa, Oklahoma was the um, site of Black Wall Street just about 99 years ago. 1920. Sorry, 1921, we had Black Wall Street, the race riot massacre. Um, so this, I guess this arena was supposed to hold 19,000 people. They were expecting all these people to show up and I think only 6,200 showed up <laughs> far cry from filling the arena. So, um, you don't hold a rally in the middle of a raging pandemic. And also on the weekend of protest for racial injustice around the country in the backdrop <laughs> of the weekend of Juneteenth, it's kind of recipe for disaster. So I, I hope you've learned from that and I hope you got a, a, a good bite of reality that it's not always your way. It's not always going to happen your way. Um, the other thing that was kind of crazy was the fact that 
a lot of the people that were at these um, at this rally, um, they were, you know, from different walks of life. Um, I have never to admit to you guys, I've never watched a Trump rally, never had a reason to don't care about them. But I've never, you know, I've saw um, I've saw highlights of some of the some of the things that are said at these rallies. But I'm I like to look at the people in the background holding up the signs of support to kind of get an idea of why would they be there. Um, and I just saw walks of life. Not to say that the president doesn't have supporters from every walk of life. I mean, somebody supports him. He got voted in by somebody. But just kind of get an idea of who attend these things and what is being said. And um, I noticed that no network really carried any of it. They carried, they, they showed stills and they showed um, things of him speaking, but not any speech anything they they took excerpts uh to kind of analyze and break down of what was being said but for the most part n- no one carried it which i guess no one cared i mean no one cared 6200 people showed up there was no overflow crowd as they thought they were going to have um yeah i would say that it was a dumpster fire rightfully so it's crazy whatever man let's move on and we've had um just marches again i mean people are still Protesting. This is the longest I've seen of any protests uh, that I can remember for anything that has happened. Um, and a lot of light is being shed in a lot of cases. Things are coming out as uh, this kind of movement continues. So, again, for those of you on the front lines out there, please be careful. Uh, we are still in the midst of a public health crisis and you have to protect yourselves as such. All right. So today uh, I kind of mentioned that I was going to reformat the how the podcast was going to be measured um, to not make it about just one thing all the time. So I'm going to try to make every day about something, have a theme, so to speak, unless I have a guest. Um, I haven't had guests in a while for a few reasons. Um, right now, a lot of people are kind of in the middle of a lot of things. I, I had a few uh, people that were lined up that were furloughed. So I'm sorry to hear that for you guys. Uh, so they're trying to figure out their next thing or what they're going to do because they were working all this time and now uh, their employment seems to have stopped for whatever reason with this pandemic because, again, it's, it's signs and evidence that it's not stopped. It's not over. People are still being laid off. People are still losing jobs. People's jobs are, are, are that were out have been all but eliminated. So, you know, I, I, I do sympathize. So uh, any guests that... um have let me know that there are still interested in coming on, but they just can't right now. I understand. Trust me. I understand. Family first. Take care of home. Uh, take care of yourself because I know this is a trying time. It is very, very difficult to pivot um, when you have bills and bills have to kind of be paid. The other reason also I haven't had any guests is to kind of realign um, the vision of the podcast and what it what it was intentionally um, founded on. It just happened to have that when the heat of the moments after George Floyd's death and a lot of uh, the societal views became into focus, um, we've kind of strayed to just talking about what's happening uh, with with society. Um, and not to say that that's not important, so I'm not I'm not going there. What I'm trying to convey is that that just kind of took the news cycle by storm. Everyone was talking about it offline, online, in our faces, every moment 
uh, we were dealing with that. But there are, there are other aspects of life that is still going on. There are things that are still happening uh, around the world and also just within your own state. So if I sound like I've been pushing some kind of agenda, that's not the case. So any of my listeners that, um, that are still with me uh, notice that I'm not trying to, to slight you any, any way. Or to, or to convey that. Um, the questions that I've received um, have been more, and I'm believing this is from the demographic of the Gen, the Gen Zs and stuff like that. Um, it's just been more about social injustice and, and things of that nature. So I'll try to keep one day to, to um, discuss those type of things. And then other days might be about health, sports, you know, whatever day you want to listen to, fine. If you want to listen to all five days, feel free. Uh, I'll try to give content to to, to people uh, in the episode um, titles, so you know what what it pertains to that particular day. And then, of course, I'll keep a question and answer day always alive for you guys. Um, I haven't gotten that many in the last week or so. I think I normally would get about fifteen to twenty ish. Uh, now I'm down to about, I think eight, eight for the, for this week, which were, some of them are really good. Actually. Um, they can actually be podcasts themselves, uh, what that's been. So I'll, I'll get to that this week. Okay. So today I want to kind of talk about a few things, uh, societal wise. Um, one being that, uh, sports sports has, uh, have, has been gone for a while now. Um, and the ones that we still have is just kind of a weird new normal with seeing how this is done. Mainly, uh, for instance, um, uh, boxing. I'm a big boxing fan, as you guys know. So watching a fight where there's just the two combatants and maybe their corner and the judges, the referee, and some photographers and cameramen, that's kind of it. And it's just weird to see that because it's, it looks and sounds like and feels like a sparring session, but this is a championship fight. There's no fanfare. There's no, there's no uh, elaborate ring walk. There's no, you know, the things that happen um, when you when you scan the crowd, look at the celebrities that have attended these uh, events. There's nothing of that now. So I don't know how long that will be, but uh, Shakur Stevenson, um, that I know, uh, won a title. Uh, congrats. And it was just weird. It was just weird that he had to go you know, get to the pinnacle of, of what he's been doing for right now to get one of his first championships. And there's no, there was no big, big thing. So, uh, like I said, good luck um, on um, moving forward. And congratulations, brother. You are definitely earned your seat at the table. And you're showing us that you are definitely a pro fighter. So now we switch gears to do basketball, um, possibly returning. Uh, looks like I think in the next couple of uh, days they go in, they report to the bubble, here quotes, in Orlando. Uh, now, I wasn't educated enough on what that was supposed to look like. And now I'm getting a lot of um, information about what that happened. So they're basically going to sequester these teams, sequester like they're a jury in lockdown, sequester them for a period of four months. So we're looking at possibly pushing these guys into uh, end of September, early October for a championship game. And they're going to play these games within this bubble. Everyone's going to play within the bubble. And then 
beyond that, I don't know what life is supposed to be like if they're supposed to have dinner in their hotels because obviously it won't be able to go out. Florida is one of those states that are experiencing a serious spike in of in virus um, transmission. So they're away from family and friends, which they're used to when they play um, the season, the, the 85 games or whatever. Um, so kind of like, how is that supposed to work? Now I understand why there was a lot of people not with it at first. Um, and I, I guess the ones that are, uh, have to make a living because not everyone, for every LeBron James, there's probably about a hundred guys that are not at that level as far as monetarily. So they're not making that kind of money. So I, I understand that, but I have to understand too, is that I think Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard, uh, both expressed, um, the need that we do not play basketball at this time because of what's going on around the country with the social, uh, unrest and things of that nature. And that basketball most likely will take, um, take over the news cycle and take people's kind of minds off of it. And that's what kind of sports does. Sports is a, a mind numb. It's something that to keep you, um, in a state of, you know, bliss about what's happening, or if you're a Jets fan like me, <laughs> a state of non-bliss because we're just not that ever good. Um, go New York Jets. So, yeah, I'm kind of kind of intrigued about what's going to happen with this basketball season now and see how it does because in every other sport, um, such as college football right now, there are a lot of positive hits um, around the country at different schools, different programs are experiencing spikes of like 30 players, um, having the virus right now. So I think, um, in our ignorance, arrogance, and self-serving that if we have one or just one death, one death of a, of a prominent, not even prominent, let me not even minimize this. We have one death of an athlete, uh, who've gone back to play sports for our entertainment, um, which they signed up for. It's their job. How are we going to feel about that? That we've had to have sports so bad that it, someone's life was taken from them because we need to fill that need. So yeah, it's something to think about as we clamor back for sports. So it's kind of a, a very weird thing to see uh, what's happening, what's unfolding, and hopefully... Um, it goes without a hitch. I don't think we're going to have baseball. That's one I don't think because those players are not with what management is trying to do for them or to them. So I, I kind of could see that where that might be something that we don't get. Um, they're looking at a proposal of possibly 70 games. Now I think it's with this every week that fades, I think um, five five or so games get off the schedule. So I think they're at 60 games right now possibly if they don't make a deal to have baseball back by July 4th. Now, July 4th sounded like a really far away time back in March when they were negotiating, trying to get this thing done. And now we're here on the precipice of July 4th and they have not had a deal hammered out. So um, it goes to show you that a lot's not happening or maybe too much is happening when it comes down to what people are looking to get for that. So crazy, 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 crazy. As we spoke about NASCAR uh, two weeks ago with them making the sign to ban the Confederate flag, uh, we knew that we're going to be in for 
um, some kind of um, fight with this because uh, Bubba Wallace had a noose put into his garage <laughs> uh, this weekend as he was preparing for a race. Um, now, I'm glad he took the stance of like, it won't break him. It won't bother him. Uh, he's going to do what he's going to do. But it just goes to show you that ignorance is ignorance. And it doesn't it doesn't deter you from things that are that should happen for you. You know, you know how you do this, brother. You win. Go out there and win. Because you probably brought a lot of um, new fans to NASCAR, uh, it, at least from a standpoint of they want to see how NASCAR culture really is. And what NASCAR is trying to do to change that culture. So you kind of brought some attention to your sport. You know, I um, I, I didn't know there was only one black NASCAR. I, I actually thought it was way more. Maybe on some of the some of the smaller circuits, and there probably is. But as far as a prominent driver, you're the only one, man. You're actually out there representing it. So uh, do your thing. So, you know, we've had sports being an afterthought right now with, with all of this kind of stuff going on. The next thing that um, that I want to touch on, because like I said, I'm going to keep it light these days as much as I can, is the uh, learning for students that are out of school right now. I'm interested to know, like, does, um, does anyone think that sending these kids back to school in the fall. And I know that different parts of the country, the school year kind of um, differs. Like here in Virginia, uh, the kids get out of school roughly end of end of May, and they go back like end of August. And where I'm from, New Jersey, I believe this might not be the truth anymore, but, you know, we leave first week of June from school and go back in September after Labor Day. Um, so in places like Florida, for instance, they've, they've surpassed 100,000 cases. 100,000 cases. Because they opened up early. They rushed to get everything up and going. Uh, their governor felt that he had his hand on the, on the pulse and he knew what he was doing. But obviously we see what the warnings were about and it's crazy. So to send children back now, you know, is something that we should think about. We shouldn't just rush, rush to that. And then I know these kids are not getting the proper uh, approach to learning, distance learning, um, because they're not used to it. You know, if you're a college student these days, I think online learning has been in effect for, you know, about 15 years or so. Um, but these kids aren't used to that. They're used to interacting with their friends. They're used to being um, with each other and things like that. So I understand that it is not the most um, cool thing to do right now, but we may have to keep them out a little longer. So guys, hold on as best as you can. Times will hopefully change if we adults kind of adhere to what is being asked of us to do. Okay, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then you have in the, in the backdrop of all of this, the president telling the kids to go back to school or to let the kids go back to school 
But yet, <laughs> he's saying, like, we should slow down testing. Weird. I don't understand it. Do not understand it. Does not make any sense. Does not make any sense. So, you know, the world is, is, is busy. Things are still happening. But I want you guys to live your lives. I want you to enjoy, you know, the things that we have in this country. Uh, it's not the greatest by a stretch. Not the greatest. And it's, right now, it, this is a time of change. Uh, this is a time of reflection. Uh, we definitely have to keep our eye on the prize that we do not get lost in what's happening. Do not be deterred by anyone's rhetoric. Do not be fooled. Do your due diligence. Do your, do your homework. Do your history. Because at the end of the day, you're better for it. You know, you're better for it. Um, I'm a little on the fence about how certain things in history right now are pretty much being um, eliminated is the word I want to kind of say. And the reason that I'm a little on the fence is because I have a grandson and a granddaughter that are little kids right now. And we, of course, are going to keep uh, heritage alive in them and let them know about the past, but a lot of things are going to be erased from history. Whether they're good or bad, you cannot tell the entire story without everything. So we can take off all the gone with the winds. We can remove um, names off buildings. We can remove statues, things of that nature. I, I get it. But then the generations behind us won't get it. Because we have to learn from the past. In order to learn from the past, you have to Acknowledge the past. You you know you cannot you cannot discount it. You know you cannot do that. But it is what it is. So starting this week off light. Um, it's been five days since I recorded, so I didn't want to come in come in heavy or hot. Just trying to keep you guys focused and ready. All right, welcome to the manual. Thank you for listening, and have a great. Great day.